Welcome back to Fanfatals. Take a ride with us on the Hogwarts Express. Walk down Main Street with our best super pals. And defy gravity as we talk about all things fandom. And welcome back to Fanfit House, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And Happy New Year. Welcome Woo! to Fanfit 2023. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, before we actually get into what we're going to talk about, can we just, like, take five minutes to talk about, like, what we watched over the holidays? Because yes. there were some really good ones. Yeah. And there were some that were just kind of eh. Oh. Yeah. We haven't talked about our opinions on anything that we've watched or no anything like that. But we before haven't. we get started, I want to talk about something I listened to that came out on Christmas Day, actually. And it okay. is Epic the Musical, The Trojan Saga. So good. It's a TikTok musical about the Odyssey and Odysseus. Um, but, and he's, like, releasing Mm -hmm. it in chunks based on, like, all the different, like, chunks of, like, different missions that, um, Odysseus goes on in the Odyssey. So the first one was the Trojan Saga. Yeah, I've heard the song that Athena sings. Warrior of the Mind. That one's been on loop. I've, I'll be walking around campus and it's like, you are Athena, Athena, badass in the Mm -hmm. ring. And I'm just, like, walking around campus. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so definitely good definitely good yeah i can't wait to see like the rest of what he puts out no me neither i'm excited it'll Uh, be it'll be hopefully just as good as everything else i've heard a lot of the songs and i've used a lot of them for tiktoks i'm going to have it on repeat i already know warrior of the mind so the athena song is going to end up being on my spotify wrapped this year oh yeah it, it it's a problem with how much i listen to it um it might be my number one i don't know there were some songs at the beginning of the year i was certain were going to be on my spotify wrapped they didn't even place you see and a like lot artists. of the songs that i thought from the beginning of the year placed really yeah so We'll see. My number one artist this year was the Nashville cast. Mine was the Come From Away cast, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Look at us. <laughs> so, and it's only because of Me in the Sky. Oh, it's a good song. Yeah, I had that song on repeat, like, all the time. Yeah. That Taylor Swift made it up there on my top artist this year really yeah that's surprising to me really yeah interesting yeah 
so anyway what what were what were some of the things you watched this this i think we watched the same stuff we watched the same stuff i watched very little stuff for, for the most part i think the big thing that like everyone was yelling at me to watch for the past how many ever years that i finally like broke down and watched with stranger things i binged all four seasons on my break i was also sick for like a week and just like in bed yeah which you know this, this. is true this is when I watch Stranger yeah. Things. Um, I guess I'm doing TV shows first. Uh, my mom and I are real big yeah. royal family watchers. So, mm-hmm. of course, the big thing that came out of her break was Harry and Meghan, which was their docu-series yeah. on Facebook. Or on Netflix, not Facebook. I don't know Facebook. why I said it. Weird. <laughs> it's okay. Hey. I got I got Today's, scrambled egg brain too, so this guys, is gonna be a fun one today, today. Was my first day of school this semester, so mm-hmm. good luck. Yeah, I watched the first episode of the Harry and Meghan, and then I stopped because I wanted to watch the Crown first. I'm like halfway through the Crown. Yeah, my mom I'm, and I'm I on season four. Harry and Meghan. Yeah, and it was real so good. So my mom watched it. She watched the first four or first three. Okay. So I think I think I might catch up to her and watch the other two. Yeah. So it, it, it's I'm excited. Good. It's good. It's very very good. And his memoir is coming out like this week. Yeah. Which will be interesting. And then the yeah, last. Yeah. Did TV... you see? Oh. Sorry. Did you see? Did you see that? Uh, I don't know if it was an article or like a statement or something that he came out with that said he is like trying to reconcile with King Charles. Yeah, which I find interesting. I think, I think this is going to get good. I don't know. Yeah, Royal Watching 2023. Yeah, Royal Watch. I never really was into it until, like, this year. No, like, probably, like, 2020 is when my my mom and I got real into it. Okay, you're right. When the when the first Harry and Meghan thing came out, when she went when they went on Oprah. Yeah, that's when my mom and I started our royal watching yeah. thing, and it's just we did continued. too. Um, I mean, we weren't like super intense about it, but like we kept an eye on things, and I'd be like, "Oh, did you see this? Oh, did yeah, you see that, that?" That was more oh. so my mom and I, and now it's watching the Harry and Meghan thing and mm-hmm. finding out all the more juicy details and all that stuff. Yeah, and then so the, the last, last thing you watched. For TV shows, at least, was Wednesday, which I actually watched, I think, the week it came out, but I'm still including it because we were just doing Christmas at that point and not really talking about things we were watching that weren't Christmas movies. Yeah. But I really liked it. Um, My friend Skylar and I, who has been on the show before, she and I are planning cosplays from Wednesday, the show. Oh, fun! Um... Not necessarily this year. Maybe next year. We haven't fully figured out when we're going to make them. Um, she's going to be my Enid, and I'm going to be Wednesday. Um, cute. And I'm very excited. Very, very cute. Excited. Very cute. I went to Hallmat over, like, Christmas break and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And there were so many Wednesday cosplayers already at th- oh, that sure. convention. It it's such crazy. an easy one to do. Yeah. Well, it was, like, her school look. 
Like, everyone was doing her school look. Oh. Like, the uniform. I don't know, then. I don't know. But, yeah, Hallmat was fun. I, again, we haven't done it in so long. I got to help lead a panel for the first time at Hallmat. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a, like, week of thing that they were like, Emma, we need, like, two more people. Can you and Skylar do it? Mm -hmm. Like, sure. I had no idea what was going on until, like, stepping into the room. That's still so cool, though. Like, I want to do it more. Next up on a podcast panel. Yes. That's what we're manifesting for 2023. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Deal. Did you watch any other shows besides The Crown or anything? No, I just been watching The Crown. Okay. I've been so bit. Oh, also, I don't know if this came out recently or if it's really old. I have no idea when it came out. But we watched the Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat document docu series. It's What's like that? okay, so Samin, I don't know how to say her last name, but it's like Samin Samin Nunsarat. She is a chef, and she wrote this really famous and super popular book called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And it, like, explains these four elements of cooking and how they're necessary to have a good, like, to cook good things and, like, good food. Yeah. And so she came out with a documentary or a docuseries on Netflix, like, specifically looking into each one of the four elements. So each episode is one is salt, one is fat, one's acid, and one's heat. That's cool. And so... She goes and, like, travels around the world and, like, explores different, excuse me, different places of where they're from and, like, different cultures and how mm-hmm. they incorporate those elements into their cooking. And it's it's really cool. So um, the salt one, she went to Japan. For acid, she was in, um, like, the southern part of, of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, fat was Italy and heat was i think here okay but i can't remember now yeah but it was really good yeah mm-hmm. that one i liked it a lot and then movies at least the two big ones that came out also like november to christmas time period yeah Disenchanted on Disney Plus and Matilda mm-hmm. on Netflix. The new Matilda. Not yeah, the the musical. Yeah, the musical. Which did you you saw both? Yes, I saw them both. Loved Disenchanted. I thought that was yeah. done so well. I loved it so much. I liked it a lot. I yeah. really liked it. And like I was sitting I was sitting on the plane flying home from North Carolina, like, crying watching this movie. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sitting next to these two, like, random strangers, and I'm sitting over here sobbing. <laughs> but, yeah, my mom and I watched it together, and we really liked it. Yeah, I wish I could have watched it with my mom. Yeah. But it was really good. I watched it before seeing it with my mom because I think it came out, like, finals week for me. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch this now that classes are done. And then was like, can I just, mom, you have to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, Patrick Dempsey looked so fine in this yeah. movie. 
Yeah. He looked so good. I was like, ooh, Patrick Dempsey, okay, hey. Yeah. And he sang this time? I know. Like, they actually what? gave him a They gave Idina Menzel a song as well. I know. Two. Two, yeah. I liked your, I didn't like, like, show yourself one. Yeah. I liked the equivalent of show yourself. <laughs> what was it? It was, like, love, love power, memory power. Love power, It was right? like memory powers. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But, I don't know. I didn't think the lyrics were all that great. I thought the melody was good and catchy, but I didn't think the lyrics were amazing. Yeah, I haven't listened to this soundtrack. It's called Love Power. Yeah. That's the one that they sing... Spoilers. That's the one that they sing at, like, the tree. Yeah. And, like, I liked the concept of it, but I think... The lyrics could have gone through one more round of. My mom, as soon as um, Giselle like made the wish, she's like, "He's gonna turn into the stepmom, isn't she?" That's what I said. I was like, "Oh shoot!" As soon as, as soon as uh, Morgan said something about stepmother, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna be the evil stepmother, isn't she?" And Morgan's gonna be like the equivalent of Cinderella. Yep. Oh, okay. I see where this is going. And then it yep. started. And then Maya Rudolph was, like, also an evil queen. That, okay, when they were doing, like, the Badder Than, badder yeah. than You song, that one, fire. Oh, yeah. That was great. That was fire. I loved Enchanted and Giselle so much. Yeah, same. Also, who knew Maya Rudolph could sing? Um, I know, right? Me. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I thought it was good. Um, yeah, good. I liked Overall, for the really most good. part the Matilda movie. I didn't like some of the stylistic things that they did. Yeah, I didn't like how many songs they added. Yeah, because I've seen the stage show, and Same. I was mad that they cut out "Loud," which is the mom song. Yeah, because Same. my friend. Um, Emily actually played the role our senior year of high school. So, like, Matilda just brings back a lot of memories to my senior year. Yeah. I remember sitting in the theater. It was, like, two weeks before I graduated from high school, seeing my friend perform this show and them all singing um, When I Grow Up. And my friends and I were just sobbing. (laughs) That song makes me cry every time. Yeah. But, like, they got rid of so many songs and, like, so many plot points. I was, like, and characters? what about, like, her brother? Yeah, I was, like, what about, like, Telly? Yeah. And, like, the whole thing. I, and, like, I had a lot of, I didn't like the whole stylistic change of um, the opening song. Me neither. I, I did not like it at all. No, that one was weird. And I also didn't love, I just I didn't like the I didn't like the school song. Which one? The the first one when they get there. The you think you're able. Oh, I like yeah. that song. No, I did not. Oh wait, no, wait, not that one. Hold on, I have to think up. now. Not the one where they were spelling. The other one. Yeah, the one I I was thinking of was the one that they're spelling. Not the alphabet one. The other one. Sorry, you're right. You're right. They do the alphabet one first. The hammer? Maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know. There was there was one weird one that all the kids were singing. The I did not. I also didn't like the. Um, I didn't like Bruce. Oh, the, the song yes. Bruce. I did also, not like that. That poor kid in the fat suit. Why why didn't I, they get a per a plus size kid? You can absolutely tell that it's like a teeny tiny little kid with like pillows stuffed around his tummy. Yeah, I was like. I guess, I guess in that way, then they're not, like, making fun of, like, somebody who actually is yeah, plus size, which I think is a, that's kind of what I was, like, I saw it and I was, like, yeah, I, I, I'm glad they didn't, like, actually make fun of, like, a plus size kid, because that could, like, seriously, like, mess somebody yeah, up for their true. whole life, but, like, I don't know, that's one of those things that you could probably get, like, a large adult to play. Or, like, yeah. a small, large adult, you know? Yeah. Revolting Children know. was probably my favorite song. That was easily the best one out of all of them. Yeah, that or in Naughty. I really liked her in Naughty. Alicia. Naughty Weir. was good. I wish they had kind of shortened it a little. I feel like it was a little long, especially with, like, the way that they were going with, like, this scene of well, it. Well, that's and, like, how the, the stage show is. They do the scenes. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying that, like, I feel like the the imagery needed to be stronger to pull me through the whole song. It kind of, I kind of dropped off mid-song, and then I picked okay. back up at the end when she climbs out onto the roof. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I kind of was like, eh, halfway through it. Yeah. And then it picked back up again, and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, I missed a lot of the dialogue. I feel like there's so much like good dialogue from the wormwoods that got totally cut and they were just totally they jerks. cut the wormwoods like fully they really like. did because like in the production that i saw the wormwoods were portrayed as like very eccentric and like the mom yeah. was like she was a right? dancer like yeah because and, like not just like a brat <laughs> yeah i think Have... if they were trying to make it like the runtime they should have the librarian plot oh same and then added the wormwood stuff yeah i liked i, I like her I just... telling the story of miss honey me too with the librarian but i feel like there was another way like it could have been her bedtime story that she was yeah. writing yeah yeah because i think i think part of like I think part of it is, like, the Wormwoods can't be such jerks that you're just like, oh, my God. Like, these yeah. are the worst people. Yeah. Like, they're supposed to be, like, eccentric and out there and, like, they don't really care because they're very, like, narcissistic. But, like, yeah. but they, they care a little. They a lot of weird plots, but then try to have them in, like, via, like, one-off dialogue. Yeah. It was just kind of odd. Especially with the Wormwoods. Yeah. So, I don't know. I gave Disenchanted a 9 out of 10. I gave Matilda, like, a 6 out of 10. You see, I'd probably do, like, a 7.5, but that's also me, like, having such sentimental ties to a lot of the songs, probably. But I feel like, I feel like they only kept three of, four of the original songs. No, they kept in, like, a lot of them. Gabby, they only cut like four songs, and it was the bro- it was the Wormwood songs because they cut the brother for some odd reason. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. Why did they cut the brother? 
I don't know. What is it with, again, going back to Wednesday, the one complaint I have is not enough There's Pugsley. No Pugsley, yeah. Yeah, like he's in like three episodes. For like five minutes. Yeah. I really liked the casting for Morticia. Okay. The guy who played Gomez was not like suave enough. That's what I've been seeing. I've been like watching clips of it and I'm like, that's not Gomez Adams. That's guy that guy's just kinda awkward. Yeah, because they like cast him based on the OG comics. Which is fine. Like look wise and everything. Which is fine. Like I understand that. But he wasn't like suave. He wasn't Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. Because I even think about the musical, and it's very, like, suave, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how he's always portrayed, is very, yeah. like... The kid know, who like... played younger him was great. <laughs> I haven't seen anything of that, so Loves I can't see that. the younger kid. They cast the two young Gomez, um, like, Mortician, or M- Mortician Gomez perfectly. Oh, okay. Good to know. I guess I'll have to watch it now. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so, that's my birthday episode this year. Because once Wednesday? Happening. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I need to figure that out soon. For you. Okay. So. <laughs> shall we actually get into the content of this episode for this week? Yes. So this year, and y'all probably know this at this point, is... 100 Years of Wonder for the Walt Disney Company. So this is when the company was officially started, not when Disneyland opened, because I've seen that a lot. Yeah, people have been saying, oh, it's like 100 years of Disneyland. And I'm like, no, it's not. Disneyland opened in 1955. No. Yeah, it's for the company, which was 1923. Yes. With Steamboat Willie and all of the originals. Yes. And another big thing for me is it's 70 years of Disney's Peter Pan this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Emma's really excited. (laughs) I'm I'm doing a huge Peter Pan shoot with a bunch of my friends this summer. Fun. Yeah. We're going to get as many pirates and mermaids and lost boys and fairies as possible. I could be Silver Mist. Yeah. If I had lived there. Yeah. And I had a Silver Mist costume. But, yeah, to, like, kind of kick off, because we want to just talk about, like, everything that they're doing for the 100 Years of Wonder. To kick off, we have a quote oh my from gosh. former Disney CEO Bob Chapek, um, which was said during the opening ceremonies of last year's D23 Expo. Ten decades of creativity, innovation, and determination created the Walt Disney Company you know today. The most enduring and beloved name in entertainment. It's an awesome responsibility to lead Disney as we begin our second century of telling stories and creating magic that will endure for another hundred years. I must say, when you read this quote to me last night... Former Disney CEO... That's a, that's a, yes. But also, when you read this to me last night, I was so upset that he was the one who said that. 
I know. Like, let's be honest, Bob Iger probably wrote it for him because it's it's it, too it, good. It, it's too good. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so shall we get started in like the actual what yeah. all is to come this year? Yeah. So uh, Disney 100 will be the largest cross-company global celebration in the 100-year history of the Walt Disney Company. And it officially kicked off during Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest on ABC. Side note, New Year's Rockin' Eve this year was not on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Tell me why it was on the second. I don't know. It was on a Monday. I was all, hello? (laughs) I I watched Miley Cyrus's... um with Dolly Parton. With Dolly Parton. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, um, from Walt Disney Animation Studios 2023 release, Wish, which will come out, I don't know exactly when this year it hits theaters. It doesn't even say in our notes later on. My guess is probably November. Yeah, I think it's the November release. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um and the Disney 100, the exhibition, which will tour domestically and internationally to new um, spectaculars at opening at Disneyland Resort, amazing collectible merchandise, and more. Here's a taste of what's to come during Disney 100 Years of Wonder. That's why people think it's 100 Years of Disneyland, because they're only doing stuff at Disneyland, not at any other park. They're doing one thing at Epcot. But not really. It's like one thing. Disneyland yeah. is getting completely decked out. They're putting 100 years on freaking everything. There's merchandise. There's all this stuff. And it's only at Disneyland. Why? I've seen a lot of the Disney 100 merchandise over at Disney World, too. I just went Good. to um, World of Disney. I was like, what is that big shop at <laughs> Disney Springs? <laughs> Good. Names. Because hopefully that'll like make people realize it's not just Disneyland. Because it's been bothering the heck out of me. Yeah. So, the first big thing you want to kick it off with? Yeah, the movie sure. That comes out this year. So, Wish, which is going to be the big Disney feature film this year, is an epic original animated musical inspired by the studio's legacy of films, and it features all new songs by Grammy-nominated artist Julia Michaels. Um, yes. This story which will look ahead to the next hundred years for the studio and explore how the wishing star that so many disney characters wished upon came to be um it is set in rosas which is a fantasy kingdom where wishes literally can come true and it's inspired by watercolor illustrations of fairy tales that fascinated walt disney the look of the film blends the timeless watercolor style with a contemporary 3d cg animation which I'm a little upset about because in Disenchanted they showed they can still do regular 2D. I thought from normal all the concept art it was going to be 2D because they haven't shown any like 3D concept art for this movie. I I hope so because I loved Disenchanted and yeah. the animation style that they used for it. I, I hope love, they bring it back. Um, I love Asha, which is the main character. The main character. Um. She's a 17-year-old, smart and driven optimist with a sharp wit who's 
impassioned plea to the stars calls down an actual star from the sky. Um, impossibly curious and a little ball of boundless energy star is a giant beacon for chaos. And Asha will be voiced by um, Oscar award winning actress Ariana DeBose. Which is Love like her. good for her. Yeah, I'm so excited to see this film. Me too. I love Ariana DeBose. Last year was an um, Ariana DeBose stand year for me. Same. She did great. Yeah. So, there are a few other new films coming in 2023. These include uh, The Little Mermaid, which will be the live-action reimagining of the studio's Oscar-winning animated musical classic. Jeez, that's a lot of descriptors. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And it'll open exclusively in theaters nationwide on May 26th of 2023. Um, the other two are Haunted Mansion, um, which will be a ghostly adventure inspired by the classic theme park attraction, which will hit theaters sometime in 2023. The thing I'm most excited for, because it, it's me. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy, which is a reimagining of the 1953 animated classic, which will premiere on Disney Plus in 2023. Rumors are, like, December from what I've been seeing. That would make um, sense. But did you see Black Widow? Yeah. The girl who played young Natasha Romanoff is Wendy. Is playing Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited um, to see this film. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun. Lots of lots of good new stuff and lots of reimagining of old stuff and yeah. you know that's yeah. the Disney MO nowadays. Yep. Um, so I don't like this next thing. It, it's I too do. Long. I like it. I think it's nice. You want to say it? Yeah. So there is a brand new Walt Disney Studios logo and in. Introduction in honor of the Disney Hundred Years of Wonder. The first movie to have it, I believe, was Disenchanted. I think it was Disenchanted. Don't quote me on that. For I just theatrical think it was. release, it was Strange World, as yes. it says in our notes. But I forget. I think it was Disenchanted for the first one because my mom was like, "Jesus, this is long." Yeah, I think I think it was Disenchanted. Yeah. So. Um, so this new Disney castle introduction features Tinkerbell flying over a riverside village and up a waterfall that leads to the iconic Disney castle, which is now in platinum. Um, it is created by Disney studios content and industrial light and magic, and it features an all new arrangement of when you wish upon a star by award-winning composer, um, Christoph Beck, who did the music for frozen and WandaVision. Um, so as Emma mentioned, this new introduction will first appear in Strange World uh, this Thanksgiving, and this then we'll play Thanksgiving in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. I meant. <laughs> this past Thanksgiving, and then it will play in front of all of Disney's theatrical and streaming releases throughout this year. Um, mm-hmm. But like as we said, I think Strange World got it, Disenchanted got it, and everything else that's coming out this rest of the year is going to yeah, get it. Yeah, there was another thing that came out that got it, because I was watching and I, I was like, oh! Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was, though. I can't either. It was something else. I know, I was watching it, too. So, I there was are like, Ooh. big rumors because of Walker Scobell. I have to mention this real quick. Um, Percy, in the Percy Jackson thing, 
he just did an interview and mentioned how the Percy Jackson show could be coming out late this year or early next year. Mm-hmm. Does this mean if it comes out late this year that this will be in front of the show? Probably. Because it's a Disney Plus release? Well, Well, because probably. it is a Disney release. It isn't like a... But it only they only put it in front of movies. And shows, I feel like. I feel like I've I seen it like... in front of a show. I feel like the shows just get the Disney Plus. It's like the... Ching, yeah. Oh, ching, ching. true. True. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they just get the Disney Plus. But the movies get the... So, it was announced at this past D23 Expo that this year we're going to have the Disney 100, the exhibition which will open on February 18th, 2023 at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. Um, and then with Chicago, Illinois and Kansas City, Missouri um, set as the next two stops on the North American tour. The mm-hmm. international unit of the um, exhibit will open on April 18th in Munich, Germany with more cities to be announced in the coming months. Um, yeah, so the stunning key artwork for the exhibit was also revealed, which invites guests to step into their favorite stories using innovative and immersive technology throughout 10 galleries in the 15,000 square foot exhibit. Wow, huge. Yeah, which also, Kansas City, Missouri, isn't that where he lives at one point, Walt Disney? Yeah. yeah. I think course. that's where he grew up, isn't it? I think so. Or like just um, outside of it? Yeah, like. I think so, yeah. Um, the Walt Disney Archives is opening its vault of treasure, showcasing more than 250 of its, quote, crown jewels, and quote, barely seen original artworks and artifacts, costumes and props, and other memorabilia. Um, Disney has curated special behind-the-scenes glimpses into the creation of the company's most popular characters, films, shows, and attractions from Disneyland to Walt Disney World and beyond. Um, the 10 magnificent and imaginatively themed galleries, all featuring moving stories, unique interactive installations, and exciting background information will take visitors on a journey through 100 years of the Walt Disney Company, celebrating the classics from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to Strange World, as well as the latest members of the Disney family, which include Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, and National Geographic. Yeah, I think this is going to be really cool. Same. I wish it... I don't know if it will in the North American tour mm-hmm. go to Orlando. Of course, we're only seeing four stops on this year-long yeah. exhibit. But if so, I'm going to try to go see it. Because I would, cool. I would hope... I would hope they go to each of the parks, right? Like, or at least the yeah. city. Yeah, because there's so many places in Disney Springs that they could put it in. Yeah. So, not only are they coming out with an exhibit, but there is stuff going into the parks and resorts. Yes. Mostly it looks like Disneyland. you're doing the really long one, and I'm doing the two short ones. <laughs> like I said, mostly into Disneyland. Yep. Yeah, so new decor, specialty food and beverages, character experiences, and more are going to be coming to the parks around the world. Um, and the heart of the celebration is going to be rooted at Disneyland Resort. Big surprise. Um, so there's going to be two new nighttime spectaculars, 
um, World of Color is going to be updated. And then um, there's going to be a new fireworks show called Wondrous Journeys. And they will kick off in late January. Um, World of Color at California Adventure is going to span. World of Color is being called World of Color 1. Ah, okay. Got it. Is the new version of it, which is why it says World of Color 1. I was like, I don't get that. Okay, just going to skip over it. It's Got it. It's the new name. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so World of Color 1 at Disney California Adventure is going to span the broad storytelling legacy of Disney's first 100 years and uh, tell the new story through, excuse me, of uh, Disney classics and new favorites. And uh, Wondrous Journeys at Disneyland Park is going to ignite the wonder in everyone and feature nods to all 60 Walt Disney Animation Studios films to date. Um, this will also take the viewers on a journey filled with artistry, music, storytelling, and heart. Special entertainment moments will also pop up across the resort, including the long-awaited return of the Magic Happens Parade this spring! Another thing that didn't make it on here that I'm excited for, have we ever after returns, like... This week, I think it's sometime in early January. It returns. Whoop, so whoop. excited! HEA is back and ready here. Ah. I don't know. Magic happens is pretty freaking good. Happily ever after is amazing. I will need to go to the parks. My friends will work at the parks. You, need to you get can't compare in. happily ever after to magic happens because magic happens is a parade and happily ever after is fireworks. True. So. Anyway, your Jordan Fisher sing through the park again. <laughs> I think he does this one too. <laughs> um, That's wait, funny. no, Magic Happens might be Todrick Hall. I can't remember. Okay, I'll let you look that up while I'm. It is. Talking. It is Todrick Hall. Okay, it is. So, a brand new nighttime um, spectacular will come to the World Showcase Lagoon at Epcot Resort in late 2023 as part of the Disney 100 celebration, which they need a new nighttime show. Epcot has been getting kind of crappy ones recently, not going to lie. I They've been getting shafted, for sure. Yeah. And now that Fantasmic is back at Hollywood Studios, and, well, Animal Kingdom doesn't really have any nighttime thing, but that's because of the animals. Um, well, yeah, you can't have fireworks. It scares them. Yeah. Um, and then... Of course, happily ever after returning. I'm just excited. Um, and then in Hong Kong, Disneyland um, is going to unveil a new statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse near Cinderella's Golden Carousel as part of this Disney 100 Years of Wonder. I Very also cool. think a lot of the Epcot expansion starts coming out this year. Like oh, that'll the be Moana cool. thing and like the Dreamers Point area that's going to have the statue of Walt. It's like a garden area that's going to have a statue of Walt sitting on a bench. It's him sitting on a bench, like, imagining of Disneyland for the first time kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. So. And, of course, we can't talk about Walt Disney World and the company and all that stuff without talking about merchandise. I was just going there. (laughs) So... As the Walt Disney Company celebrates its 100th anniversary, Disney Consumer Products, Games, and Publishing has several exciting new merchandise collections and collaborations to commemorate. Jeez, that is that was a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, to collab 
<laughs> exciting new merchandise collections and collaborations to commemorate Disney's 100 Years of Wonder. The first of these collections include the Disney 100 Platinum Collection, and this collection of Disney 100 products captures the quote-unquote classically Disney look while paving the way forward into a new century. Additional details about this collection debuting on Shop Disney include the introduction of new products, including the introduction of new products, will be revealed later this year. The next big collection is going to be the Disney 100 Decades Collection. And this Decades Collection is a merchandise line that celebrates classic stories and eras from the company's history, debuting early this year on Shop Disney with products centered around the 1920s and Steamboat Willie. This ongoing series will celebrate a different decade and the beloved stories from them, including Snow White in the 30s and Pinocchio in the 40s and more, which I'm excited for that. Me too. We're also going to see um, from Disney or from Disney Publishing, we're also going to see Disney 100 books. So fans looking to celebrate 100 years of Disney through its beloved tradition of storytelling can look forward to brand new titles in 2023, which include Walt Disney and American Original Commemorative Edition, the official Walt Disney quote book, the story of Disney 100 Years of Wonder by John Baxter, Bruce C. Steele, and the staff of Walt Disney Archives, as well as People Behind the Disney Parks, stories of those honored with a window on Main Street USA by Chuck Snyder with original art by Joey Sow. Out of all those books, just based on the names, I kind of want to get the people behind the Disney Park stories of those honored with a window on Main Street. That sounds interesting. I think so, too. But Yeah. Yeah. That's all we got. All of these books would have been really helpful in eighth grade because I did a leadership. It was like a leadership and legacy was the project thing. It was like for history. Mm-hmm. And we had to choose like a leader either with a good legacy or a bad legacy. And I chose mm-hmm. Walt Disney to do it on. Let me tell you, if those books were out, it would have made that research so much easier. So easy. I went to one man stream at Hollywood Studios to do all my research. That I mean, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. Ooh, well, it's nearing my bedtime here. I'm getting very tired. It's nearing my I bedtime. Say, it's past midnight. Yeah, I say let's wrap this puppy up. Yeah, so I when I was looking up the fandom news, um, we only did like the heavy hitters from Mm -hmm. our break yeah for sure yeah so the first big one (laughs) is so long um is the wicked movie had a bunch of casting announcements since the Mm -hmm. last time we recorded ethan slater joins the cast as bach which he spoiler alert for wicked becomes the tin man uh michelle yao will be madame morrible jeff goldblum as the wizard I Marissa love that. Bode as Nessa Rose, Elphaba's sister. Um, Kiala Settle as Miss Cottle. Rowan Yang as Fanny. Sure. Colin Michael Carmichael as Nikki Deek. Ronwyn James as Shen Shen. And Aaron Tao John T as Averick. Some of these characters, I have no idea who they even are. They're, like, all the students that, like, mm. hang around Glinda. 
Got it. And then Miss Cottle is a new teacher that they're adding. Interesting. Okay, that'll be fun. But she's the woman from The Greatest Showman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, duh. It's Kayla Seattle. Everybody knows yeah. who she is. Yeah. I thought when they announced it, because they didn't announce um, Dr. Doman for a while there. He, he mm-hmm. still isn't announced. Um, the director has come out and said that she isn't being the replacement Dr. Doman. Dr. Doman. Thank God. I thought she was going to be. Like, I mean, the I probably wouldn't mind. Character. I wouldn't have mind that. I don't know who they're going to cast for it. I'm kind of obsessed with Jeff Goldblum as the wizard, though. Oh, he's going to be great. It's going to be very good. I'm excited. Yeah. And Michelle Yao is such a great performer. I can't wait to see her Madame Marble. She was the aunt in um, Shang-Chi, which you mm. probably didn't see. Okay. Did you see it? No. Okay. But she was um, Shang-Chi's aunt in that movie. Got she it. She was also in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh! Oh! Now I know like you're the talking mom? About. Yeah. 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 I like Directed her. by the same guy as yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. I like that. I like her. Yeah. <sighs> As part of the ongoing reimagining of Downtown Disney, the Disney Home Store and Wonderground Gallery will be moving. Um, where to is yet to be announced, but don't worry, we will keep you updated. Yep. Mischief Comedies, Peter Pan Goes Wrong will fly to Broadway this spring. The Mean Girls movie musical has also had a bunch of casting announcements, and this is including um, Angori Rice as Katie Heron, uh, Renee Rapp, who is the Jimmy Award winner, and former Regina George on Broadway as, duh, Regina George. Yep. <laughs> um, it's also going to be featuring, oh no, I can never say her name. Which is why I gave it to you, because <laughs> I could not pronounce her name. Okay, don't Ali come for me. I think her- I, well? I think you pronounce her name Awali Cravalo, I think. The voice of Moana. Yeah. She's playing Janice Ian. She was also in that show. Um, there was a show she was in for a while that was like Glee, but like they did Spring Awakening. Yes, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. That was a good show. I liked that one. Okay. Um, but it's only one season and I was really bummed. Yeah. It also features uh, Jaquelle Spivey as Damien. Yep. None of the other plastics have been announced yet, which is interesting. I really hope they bring Ashley Park back. She'd be great. I'm excited to, to see to... Um, Renee Rapp come in. I love her. She was one of the two Jimmy Award winners that went to Broadway like that season. Mm-hmm. The other one being Andrew Roy Feldman. Yeah. I want it to be, I want Ashley Park to be, to yeah. reprise her role as Gretchen. And then Anjori Rice is in the Spider-Man films, like the new ones. Like the Tom Ooh. Holland ones. She's the, like, news reporter girl. Betty, um, Betty Grant. The blonde girl. Yeah, the blonde girl. No. Yeah. I had no idea that's who she was. I saw the picture. I was like, she looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? And it's the girl from Spider-Man. There you go. Um, Rebecca the Musical will finally be getting its English language premiere in London in 2023. After, like, all of the weird producing things that happened with it that 
made it close before even making to Broadway. Yep. The Tony Awards ceremony will be moving uptown to the United Palace in June starting this year. So yep. no more. It's no in more. the Heights now. Yeah. It's in Washington Heights. Yeah. No more. Uh, what is it? Radio Where City. It? Yes. Thank you. I was trying to think of it and all I could think of was Rockefeller and I was like, that's not it. Yeah. Um, another big announcement, including Jordan Fisher, actually. Um, Sweeney Todd has rounded out its principal cast, including Jordan Fisher as Anthony, Ruthie Ann Miles as the beggar woman, Gaten Matarazzo as Toby, Maria Bilibo as Joanna, Jamie Jackson as Judge Turpin, John Rapson as Beetle Bamford, Nicholas Christopher as Pierre Ali and the standby for Sweeney Todd, and Gianna D. Wall as standby for Mrs. Lovett and Beggar Woman. Which I love Gianna D. Wall. And Me was like, too. Oh, she's the standby? Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> I like her a lot. I do too. Although, I must say, I don't think anybody can be a scarier Judge Turpin than Alan Rickman was. No. I... You see, I was hoping, and I know you're going to agree with me as soon as I say it, Patrick Page for the role. Yes. He a thousand percent, yes. Judge Turpin. Yes. He. Yeah. I think I would start rooting for the judge if, if Patrick <laughs> Page played him. I'm excited to see Gaten Matarazzo, or Gaten Matarazzo as in Toby. more theater. Yeah. Yeah, just in more theater in general. Yeah. I think Jordan Fisher is going to kill being Anthony. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. Get it? Kill? But I'm. Anyone else? No. No. Did you get my pun? You missed my pun. I said, get it? Kill? But I'm. Because the whole show is about cannibalism and eating people. Okay. Yeah. Merrily we roll along, we'll transfer to Broadway with Daniel Radcliffe, Lindsay Mendez, and Jonathan Groff. Yes. Which, that cast is great. Mm Mm-hmm. Three great ones. Yeah. Lindsay Mendez, I love her. I remember the Broadway, was it Broadway World or Broadway? No, it was Broadway.com. They used to do those vlogs behind the scenes of Broadway shows. Yes. And her alphabet one was the main one I remember watching and, mm-hmm. like, will still watch to this day. I also loved her in Dogfight. Yeah. Which she did th- both of those with the same guy. Like, the mm-hmm. same guy who was um, Piero for her was... Yeah. Yeah. I forget his Eddie. name. Eddie. But, yeah. Also, her singing... Um, that. Well, no, like, the actor's name. Oh, I meant. oh, it's, Barracuda. uh, yeah. Um, and then also Band Geeks, I think is the name of the musical. Um, she sings a song called Lost in the Brass, which became like my little anthem as a little like clarinet player in high school. I feel like that was a lot of people's anthems. Yeah. A lot of people really like that song. Yeah. Um, and then our last piece of news is Lena Hall is set to depart Little Shop of Horrors on Broadway on February 5th. Yep. I think she's currently Audrey. The yeah. person, not the plant. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the plant is typically played by a baritone. Well, I've seen some female Or a bass. Plants. I've seen some female plants. Yeah. I don't know. I like the juxtaposition of, like, Audrey being a soprano and then the plant being, like, way down here. Yeah, it was, like, a contra alto when I saw it, when it was a woman. A okay, very so, female. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Shall we wrap this up? Yeah. Go to bed? Yeah. Thanks for listening <laughs> to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. That's right, and if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rm.com. Next week, we will be going back to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FanFatalesPod for the latest updates. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? My Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at SnippyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at Gabby Gent just about everywhere. That's going to be G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carol Lindsmeyer. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! Bye. This is the rest of this episode. Now for the Mary Company in a Route.